coming up on The Potter's Touch. Our God has a method of using the blessing that he placed on one to draw the other. Provocation is not comfortable. It makes me have to come face to face with where I am and that this is not enough. God didn't bring the person in your life to make you feel small. God brought them into your life to provoke you to the possibilities and the potentials of massive transformation. Everybody in this room has a blessing that God has given you that somebody needs. You'll never find out who you are until you give yourself away. And the more you give yourself away, the more God will increase. And welcome to The Potter's Touch. I'm Pastor Cora Jakes Coleman. Today, I want to remind you that the frustrations and hardship you are facing is not for nothing. Some things that happen to you are not sent to punish you. They are sent to provoke you. Our bishop, my father, has a message for us today called The Principles of Provocation. Listen and be blessed. The reason I'm in this text is, is to cause you to catch a glimpse of how God operates. How God will bring you into a room, into an element, into a relationship, into a place, and let you see things to provoke you. How he'll put you around people that studied and they'll make you study. <laughs> Because God lets you hear them <laughs> to provoke you. God will allow you to enter into a space of uncomfortableness because provocation is not comfortable. I said provocation is not comfortable. Provocation is aggravating. Provocation is irritating. Provocation is frustrating because it, it makes me have to come face to face with where I am and that, 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 that this is not enough. Provocation makes you hungry. Provocation makes you thirsty. Provocation makes you restless. Provocation makes you seek something beyond where you are. Provocation makes you discontented. Hannah would have been fine. Hannah would have been fine. She was married to Elkanah, things were going good. Elkanah was a wealthy man. She was married into wealth, everything was going good. She was sitting on Lucky Street right across from Happy Boulevard. Everything was going fine. Elkanah had two wives. That's the way the text, Elkanah 
had two wives. Yeah, Elkanah had two wives. That, that's kind of like what Paul is saying in Romans, <laughs> is that God has two. <laughs> he has Israel and he has the church. And Elkanah had... <laughs> Oh, I, oh, if I had some preachers in here, if I had some preachers in here, Elkanah had two wives, the Bible says, and Elkanah had two wives, and one of them's name was Hannah, and the other one's name was Penina. And Hannah was happy and satisfied and comfortable and contented and relaxed. But God didn't want her to be comfortable and contented and satisfied and relaxed. Why not, Bishop? Because Hannah's womb was shut up and she couldn't have children. So there was some condition in her body that would not allow her to conceive. God didn't heal the condition. He provoked There's nothing as irritating as being provoked once you have decided, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to have it. Maybe it's not God's will to be in my life. Maybe I'm supposed to be alone. Maybe I'm supposed to be by myself. Maybe I'm supposed to be down like this. Maybe I'll never be happy. See, flesh will make a deal to keep you from being provoked to stretch into the next dimension. But flesh will talk you out of faith. It'll talk you out of the uncomfortableness of believing God that your life does not have to be the way that it is. Even though you got used to it, doesn't mean it's God's will for your life. Elkanah had two wives. Hannah was good with it. Lord have mercy. I ain't even gonna bother that. I'm gonna walk right past that like I didn't even see it. Hannah was good with it. Her problem was that Penina took the same man that Hannah had and did more with it. If, if, if Penina hadn't have done more with him, Hannah could have told herself that maybe I don't have any children because of Elkanah. But Elkanah had two wives. And when he was with Hannah, nothing happened. But when he was with Penina, Penina started having baby after baby after baby after baby. And the Bible says, the Bible says that the Lord blessed Penina to have babies so she could provoke 
so she could provoke Hannah. Every time you turn around, Penina walks around like this. Good morning. Hannah's trying to be cool about it, act like it doesn't matter. But here she coming, pregnant again. Pregnant again. Barefoot and again. <laughs> Every time you turn around. If she wasn't pregnant, then I could say it wasn't possible. If God hadn't delivered anybody from depression, then you could sit in your depression and say maybe it's not possible. But every time you turn around, God will show you somebody who's been through what you've been through, and yet they came. Just three people tell him, he's provoking you, he's provoking you, he's provoking you. He's provoking you. He's provoking you. Have you, have you, have you, have you, have you, have you, have you ever been in a place that, that you didn't belong? That you didn't fit? And, and you didn't have the credentials or the qualifications or the status to be there? And you were wondering, why am I here? Let me tell you why. To provoke you. The more Panina got pregnant, the more Hannah got depressed. Now Hannah walking around like this. She not sick. She not broke. Everything that she was happy about is still there, but now she's upset. Oh, Kelly says, girl, woman, what's wrong with you? I don't have no children. He says, am I not better to thee than 10 sons? Isn't it enough to be married to me? She looked him up and down. See, sometimes once you are provoked, you can never be satisfied with what you used to be satisfied with. Somebody holler more! Somebody holler more! Somebody holler more! Hannah said, I want something. Elkanah, you used to be enough. But now that I see what you did with Panina, I want something. You know what God wants on Sunday morning? He doesn't want happy people. He doesn't want shouting people. He wants hungry people who want something. Touch everybody around you and say, I want something more, I want something more, I want something more. You might better get up and move because I want something more. I'm not satisfied. 
I'm not going to keep my seat. I'm not going to shut up and be quiet. I'm not going to lay down and hold my peace. I didn't come here to look at you. I didn't come here for you to like me. I want something. All the hungry people give God a prayer. I'm excited because I see women today shattering ceilings, going into new areas, but often they're going in with education, but education is totally different from mentoring. A masterclass sets you in the room with the woman who did it before you. It sets you in the room with trailblazers. It lets you see how they think. It's one thing to tweak what I said, but it's another thing to understand why I said it. And the greatest thing that a person can give you is not the what, but the why. Women today are faced with opportunities. A door has flung open in the heavenlies that has allowed them to do things that historically they've never been able to do before. But without master classes and mentoring and training, your gift will carry you where your training will not allow you to stay. So the woman who couldn't get pregnant with a barrel man now goes to an invisible God and says, God, I'm not satisfied. I got all of these tents. I got all of this stuff. I got a man who loves me. I got a man who blessed me so good, he's given me a double portion. But what I want, he can't give me. And she's in there praying and crying out to God. And when the priest comes in, he looks at her and, and he misunderstands what she's doing. And he calls her a drunk woman. Now to all of you conservative, refined people who refrain from any kind of expression. If Hannah would have been sitting there like this, nobody would think she was drunk. She must have been stagnant. She must have been stumbling around a little bit. She must have been murmuring around in the church and staggering like, when you want something bad enough, that you stop worrying about your image and stop worrying about what you look like and stop worrying about what people think about you. God will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You won't have room enough to receive. I'm gonna give you 30 seconds to give him a drunk praise.
to get drunk. If you don't like drunk people, you better move away from me. I'm about to stagger in the presence of the Lord. I'm about to lift my voice and shout to God. Hallelujah. I want this thing. Whatever it takes, whatever I gotta do, whatever I gotta say, I won't let you go to your blast. I gotta close right now, but when I think of the goodness of Jesus, She would sing. When Mary was pregnant with Jesus, she sang a song to the Lord. When Hannah got pregnant with Samuel, she sang a song to the Lord. Watch this. So the Bible says, he reverses it. The pregnant woman is supposed to sing. But Isaiah said, sing, thou barren woman. 
woman. Sing. The woman whose doors are shut. Sing. When you can't see your way out. Sing. When things are getting worse instead of better. Sing. Thou barren woman. Sing. For the children of the barren woman shall be more than the children of the married wife. In other words, the very one that looked like they wasn't gonna get it is the very one that's going to get it. Sing thou barren. They didn't hear me. Stop your music, because they didn't hear me. If there's any area in your life that's shut up, that's not working for you, that will not open, the Lord just said, sing thou barren. to you the children of the barren woman shall be more that's what the book said than the children of the married wife God said I'm going to do so much with the Gentiles who were barren <laughs> that I'm going to provoke my people to jealousy so I really didn't come to preach to the person who's got everything. I came to preach to the person who's barren in some area of your life. I came to tell you that the tail is going to become the head, that the last shall be first, that the stones that the builders rejected and if you have the faith to stand there in your barrenness and give God a praise like it's already done, So as I close, my third time, <laughs> we're going to inform, we're going to inspire, we're going to impart. 
We're going to inform. We're going to inspire. We're going to impart. We're going to inform. We're going to inspire. We're going to impart. And the children of the barren woman shall be more than the children of the married wife. Thank you, Dad, for that inspiring message. God wants you to live out your purpose, so much so that he will parade in front of you the blessings of others to provoke you to action. That person on Facebook and Twitter that is living out their dreams aren't there to condemn you. God placed them on your feet to inspire you. Don't become jealous and reach for their blessings. Instead, become committed and reach for your own. God will bring your dreams to life. If you enjoy hearing dynamic preaching from our bishop and are blessed by this broadcast, please consider becoming a member of our global partner system. GPS partners commit to giving a monthly donation and that allows us to stay on the air and conduct missions around the world. Partners also receive great gifts and discounts as a thank you for that commitment. To join, text the letters GPS and any given amount to 28950. You can also call 1-800-BISHOP2 and speak to a partner advocate. Thanks and God bless you. If you can do anything, you have an obligation to mentor somebody. Hold fast to God's promises, knowing that your principles have purpose. You are to inform. You are to inspire. You are to impart. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive the principles with purpose for message set on CD. You got to be praying and working. I'm trying to give you some principles. Just because you've been through a beat down doesn't mean you're not going to have a great turnaround. And when your gift is $90 or more, we will add the remembered, favored, loved tote bag, as well as Jake's double set book, When Power Meets Potential and Faithing It by Bishop T.D. Jakes and Cora Jakes Coleman. For everything you offered to me, everything you gave me, God said, I'll give it back to you. Be persistent with your principles and God will reveal his promises. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. It's just amazing to see women of every color, every country. There's so many countries here coming together, and their one purpose is just to get closer to God. When you think about all you went through, some of you don't understand why you need to shine. Watching other women come on stage and talk about the pain, to know that it's common, that it's not something that is uniquely hers. He is no respecter of persons. And what God does for one, he will do for another. I came with a friend and a cousin and left with many sisters. Let God dig up stuff in your spirit that you never thought was there. This is my moment. This is my opportunity. I will, as long as I have breath in my body, attend woman thou earnest. A thousand women touching the green. Concerning anything, his answer will be yes! Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.